Inconceivable, a game of nerdery and nonsense, trivia and tribulations. Now let's join our panelists and your host, the man who wrote every introduction you'll hear today, except this one, Dan Morin. Thank you, Lex Friedman. Welcome to Inconceivable, a game that tests two teams' knowledge of the nerdy, useless, and obscure. To my right is Team One. If he's breathing, he's writing. Anthony Johnston. Uh, hello, Dan. I am looking forward to a light-hearted break from ISO underscoreation. <laughs> uh, we wish her bon voyageur, Jean McDonald. <laughs> I would like to be voyageuring, uh, but I can only do so in my mind this these days. True. This is true. And he climbs every mountain, masters every dungeon, Tony Sindelar. Hello, nerds. <laughs> it's gotten increasingly tired, that greeting, right? It's just like the fatigue. <laughs> yep. Seeping in there. All right. Who is captaining Team One this week? When I said to Tony, would you like to be captain? He congratulated me on the position. <laughs> <laughs> well played. That's a I, veteran yeah, move. That's a, that's a pro move from, yeah. uh, you know, your inter, yeah. inter-team uh, competition there. All right. Anthony has been dubbed captain. <laughs> to my left is Team Two. These are not his fun mini games, Brian Hamilton. Hello, these are my super fun <laughs> oh, mini no, games. No. Spin the loser wheels. <laughs> she walks the walk and ticks the talk. It's Kathy Campbell. <laughs> I do. I bring magic to everything. And he's got no rivals in or out of Waterdeep. It's Cicero Holmes. Yes, I bring all of the fruits from the rival islands. <laughs> Well done. Well done. Who is captaining Team 2 today? I I guess that's me. Uh, we are on we Team would, Unicorn. Yes. yes. I, except uh, we're calling ourselves Team Nook, please. Right. Team Nook. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Hello, it's me, Tom Nook. You got to give us your points in order to pay off your house, Dan. <laughs> well, that sounds terrible. I don't want that at all. As a reminder, correct answers are worth 10 points with partial credit decided by me and our scorekeeper, Lex Friedman. Round one today is a game we're calling City on the Edge of Wherever, inspired by listener (laughs) Daniel Tauber. Thank you, Daniel. I'm going to give you a series of four cities from a fictional universe. You have to guess the universe. If you get it on the first city, you get 10 points. If you get it on the second city, you get eight points on the third six, etc. If you don't get it, you don't get any points. That's how it works. Uh, so we give one at a time. You get basically one guess per city, so you don't get unlimited guesses. We're going to start with Anthony. Joy. Anthony, your first city is Omashu. Oh, uh, bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, team, um, I'm going to need some help there. Yes, I can tell you. Uh, it's Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, is it? Are you, are you confident? Very. All right, then that's what we'll answer. Yeah, I, my my answer is Gene is right. Ten, ten <laughs> points. Wow, that was that was great. I'm impressed. You did not need Fire Fountain City, Republic City, or Ba Sing Se. Got it in one. That's ten points on the board. Well done, Gene. Way to start it off strong. I mean, could have been other Omashus, but oh yeah, there are. I mean, I mean uh, <laughs> Omashu, Nebraska. You know, there's a ton of these. Uh, all right, Team Two, Brian, you're up. All right, your first city is Hub City. Uh, my answer is Gene is right. Team <laughs> uh, that's a video game. You know what they say? There's no such thing as bad Hub City. It is, <laughs> it is, uh, it's a video game thing, but I think there are several Hub Cities. Hub City. Is it Final Fantasy? Is that, is that your guess? Because if, uh, if no one else has a guess on my team. I have no I'll... idea. So go, Final yeah. Fantasy. That's a great guess. It is not correct to right. Hub City add Coast City. 
Ghost Ooh. City. Okay, so they're descriptive, uh, very creative. So helpful. I have another guess. If no one else on the team does, it might be Sonic. No, 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 no. Wait. Uh, oh, um, we got this. Uh, no. Oh, maybe Outrun. Uh, remember the Sega game Outrun? That sounds random mm-hmm. enough for Dan to have <laughs> discovered. Yeah, you know, so... with the metagame starting early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, I have no that, idea. So is I'm... that your guess? Yeah, let's do it. Outrun. Uh, Outrun is not correct. Ah. Two Hub City and Coast City add Bloodhaven. Ooh, oh, <laughs> oh my god. That's a Took a real left turn there turn. for you, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. Bloodhaven. Still have absolutely no idea. Yeah, I'm I'm completely clueless. Uh if no one objects, maybe this one I'll guess Sonic. Well, Perfect. no, that sounds too dark for Sonic. Dan could, should we spell Bloodhaven? Is that is that I, allowed? We can. It's B L U D H A V E N. I think the uh, the you may the, have the uh, you may have an umlaut. Yeah, Tony. Yeah. I know you know this. <laughs> just 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 an umlaut. One of those great cities with an umlaut in the name. So helpful. I'm yes. I'm really glad that the the spelling. You know, that just immediately pulled the answer right, right into out of my here. head. Right out yeah. of here. All right. Uh, so metagame time. If Tony knows this, then uh, it could be something <laughs> from a certain uh, subset of thing. Is it hmm. Wolfenstein? I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> you know lots of things. Um, <laughs> if no one objects on my team, I'll guess Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is not correct. Uh, Tony Metagaming failed me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you the last one, and I'll give you a hint. The last one in most of these is kind of a gimme. Uh, yeah. Your last one is Gotham City. Oh! <laughs> uh, uh, Superman! They're, no, they're, all, they're all places in New Jersey, correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think Lex, Lex lives near uh, Bloodhaven, New Jersey, I believe, right? Mm. Next town over? <laughs> That's right. Isn't Bloodhaven where Nightwing went? Night, uh, yeah, Nightwing goes, goes there. Yeah. Coast City yeah. is where uh, the Green Lantern is Green from, Lantern. I believe. And, and Hub, uh, City is Hub City is the question. The question. Yeah. Yes. Also, I think Blue Beetle hangs out there for a little while, but mainly the question. Uh, so, Lex, yeah, what is that? Four? I got four. four. I right. actually didn't hear the answer, but you started talking. Oh, yes, you got he's the answer, Well, so Brian said Batman. Talking. I'm going to accept that. It's DC Comics, yes, Batman. generally speaking. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm going to let him I'm gonna let have that one. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah, four points. Let's go back to Gene. Gene, your mm-hmm. first city is Lankertown. L-A-N-C-R-E space town. L-A-N-C-R-E. Yeah. And then what? Town. You said, oh, okay. I thought you said smiley face. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, no. Lankertown. Town. Okay. That's already postmodern uh, local council. You got there. Well, it it rings no bells for me, but let me. It just sounds like my... somewhere in Pennsylvania to me. Right. <laughs> is, is this from the, Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania cinematic universe. <laughs> to me, it sounds like something from a fantasy novel series. Yeah, you know, maybe a China Mayville or uh, that. Uh, what's the the Lies of Lot Lamora or something? Yeah, I don't know. It's not my, my. Sounds like that sort of property. Dan but... always trying to get us to read more books. Ugh, I'm a jerk like that. Sorry. Well, uh, it's not enough that we read his books. Then he wants us to read other things and enjoy them. <laughs> well, Ugh. the fact that it's the fact that the spelling is not obvious mm. makes me yeah. think that it's something you read. You know? Yeah. So what about um, what, we should, what we should we guess, guess and get another Anthony. another piece yeah. of information because I don't think we're getting this one on on one. I think it's your guess, Gene. So well, I'm, it, it, yeah, it's, it's worth my, taking a guess. I have no it? guesses, so I want one to be handed to me, please. Okay, 
uh, to Linkertown add Bianc Schmaltzberg. It's hyphenated. It's spelled B. It's spelled B O N K hyphen S C H M A L T Z B E R G. Bianc wow. Schmaltzberg. Wow. These sound made up. I just want to be clear. <laughs> they just. <laughs> I, 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 Can you uh, run through uh, that spelling again? Sure. B O N K hyphen S C H M A L T Z B E R G. Wow. In my head, I hear so bonk. that's bonk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bianc. Hmm. I had to look up a pronunciation. That's what it told me. Uh, wow. Uh, mm. Bianc Schmaltzberg and Lankertown. Something steampunky? I don't know. Oh, could be, uh, I suppose, yeah. Lots of K's in there. I don't know why that Um What's the name of that uh what's that uh name of the wind? You know, the Patrick Rothfuss series, maybe. I mean I haven't read it, but it sounds like mm. the sort of thing that might come from there. But I'm still on that tip. I may be completely wrong. I got nothing nothing to help you, Gene. Sorry. I have nothing either. So uh, what, what's the name of the series, Anthony? I'll guess it. Well, I don't actually know the name yeah. of it, but the, the, oh, okay. name, the series the, that starts with the book, The Name of the Wind. I mean, if we oh. want to guess that. Yeah, I don't know. All right. We're just going to draw a blank and ask for our third clue. All right. Your third two. To Lankertown and Bianc Schmaltzberg at Pseudopolis. P-S-E-U-D-O. P-O-L-I-S. Pseudopolis. P-S-E-U. Okay. Oh, so Pseudopolis. Right. Yes. Okay. Podcast-friendly city names here, for sure. (laughs) When you need to spell them all. Never. It's a spelling bee. Let's just... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, okay. So suddenly it doesn't sound like a fantasy uh, novel series anymore, does it? No, it doesn't. It sounds like a... a, a, uh, Either like a game universe or i don't know it doesn't sound like uh, anything yeah, I, I, I know nothing the, it, yeah. that's a name like if i'd ever heard it before i'd remember it so i'm gonna well hopefully you know the last we, one then yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's go for it all right to lankertown bianc schmaltzberg and pseudopolis add onk morpork oh what right okay so it's the uh disc world isn't it terry pratchett's uh uh, so I was right. It is a fantasy novel series in a books. <laughs> is that is that what you're going with? Yes, I. I, I uh, that um, that is correct. Uh, is deputize from, Anthony. These are all towns from Discworld. <laughs> Ankh-Morpork being the most famous, okay. where most of the stories take place. Uh, four points, okay. I believe, for that one. Agreed. Uh, we will go to Kathy on the other side. Bring it on, Kathy. Your first city is Everlund. E v e r l u n d. Everlund. Oh, uh, the Foo Fighters cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, I have no idea. Cicero. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh. I knew Everlund. Uh, she lived on the sixth floor. Um, <laughs> she, okay. she always so- made ham hocks. So uh, my guess is Cicero's neighbor. <laughs> that's, a, yeah, that's a great guess. Oh, the, Cic- uh, the Cicero Cinematic Universe. I love that one. Yes, yeah. that, Deep cut. that is not correct. What? Uh, amazingly. Oh, I know. Gosh, it's hard to believe. Really be hard to believe. Uh, let us to Everland add Luskin. L-U-S-K-A-N. I got nothing. <laughs> we should have all prepared for this. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. Yeah, why did we all study? I know. Yeah. I, uh, I, think what, I think what this round is showing us is that unless it's something that's hammered into you over and over again, like Ankh-Morpork, 
town mm. names is not something people remember. No. <laughs> I meant to become a literate, well-rounded person, and then I ran out of time. So here I am. <laughs> uh, did your dog eat your literary well-preparedness? <laughs> mm. I keep getting hopeful that you'll give a name that will like remind me of something and nothing. So we're going to go with Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Not correct. Um, I have a strong suspicion that this is uh, the, the third answer here. We'll give it away. But to Everland and Luskin add Neverwinter. <gasps> so, oh, gasp. Oh, no. I mean, I know there's a game called Neverwinter Nights. Yeah, right? Neverwinter sounds very familiar, and I shrug. I I got nothing, Cicero. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, Faerun. Yes, that is correct. This is Faerun. The Woo! cities of Faerun. You're lucky I didn't go to the last one, which was Waterdeep. Which if you hadn't gotten, <laughs> Cicero would be in a lot of trouble. I would, I would have had to go somewhere else. <laughs> oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yep, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Six points on that one. Woo. Let's go to Tony. Oh no, Tony, your first city is Lud. <laughs> L-U-D. What? That's that sounds like only part of a city name. <laughs> um, it's a neighborhood. Lud. Lud is the name of a god from old Celtic mythology. I don't know if okay. That's where he lives. Oh, Ludtown. Lud you know, <laughs> population um, Ludhaven, sounds, if you will. Sounds kind of fantasy, perhaps caveman esque, but it is not not striking a bell for me, team. Not, not striking any bells. No yeah, bells. No, I mean, yeah. What, what uh, universe you come from? No idea. All right, give us another one, Dan. Uh, to Lud, add Hambry, H-A-M-B-R-Y. I mean, that just makes me think of ham and brie, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> That's what my but... wife said when I tested it. She said, that one sounds delicious. <laughs> that does I'm hungry ring a bell. and confused. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds way better than Lud is all I'm saying. Yeah. No, but, no, but that one does ring a bell, uh, mm. but I can't, I can't place it. No, me neither. Well, we already did Terry Pratchett. It's, it does sound kind of uh, uh, like it might be from... Um, you know the British Isles are there about. Yeah. So, something. are there any? Does any? Uh, are there fan- any fantasy worlds that are set there that have fictional places uh, in them? <laughs> Probably a I couple. Mean, yeah, just I a few. Mean. Just a few. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite one, Anthony? Midsummer Murders. Um, <laughs> um, um, oh, no, well, I can't. Yeah. I can't. It King definitely Arthur. rings a bell, but I cannot pull it out of. All right, Dan. Out of my head. Hit me. All right, this one's going to seem obvious, but you might have to think about it. Does Lud and Hambry add Emerald City? Oh. Emerald City, but not... Seems obvious, but Seems not. like the Wizard of Oz, except I don't know if there is a Lud or a Hambry there. Ooh, the Pink uh, Floyd Cinematic Universe. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the Comic-Con Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I mean, let's, if we don't know any better, then let's guess that, you know? All right, uh, Wizard of Oz. It's a good guess, and in fact, connected to Wizard of Oz, but that is not it. So your last city is to Lud, Hambry, and Emerald City add Gilead. This, the last two are the hardest. They are probably less gimmies on these last two that's questions. That's okay. So. Uh, well, hang on. Oh, isn't, wow, isn't Gilead Handmaiden's Tale? Is that, does that count as I a universe? So. I suppose there are two books now, so I suppose it counts as a universe, doesn't it? Um, I don't know. That sounds very familiar, but I don't... Um, oh, is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what is that? There was that fantasy show that has a bunch of kind of uh, biblical city names 
And it's uh, Kings. Is it from Kings? <laughs> wow, I love that guess. I love that guess. It is not from Kings. Does, oh, does anybody on the other side know these? Oh, wait, was that? Oh, Tony. Did you have? Did what? you have a better that... answer? Did you have a better answer? You didn't say anything. Well, I, I thought we were still talking about it. Okay. Cool. Well, maybe we are. <laughs> Let's see how long we can stall Dan. Say your thing. Say it now. Speak your piece. No, go on. Go. On. <laughs> Okay. All right. It's been- I, hey, from Team Two, we're willing to give Anthony the guess if he would like to. Oh, yeah, well, they may extract yeah. a favor later on down the game, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anthony's on your team now. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> he reads more than either of you, so he's more than welcome on our team if he wants to come out and play. This did not yeah. go at all how I expected. So is it Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> it is not Handmaid's Tale, though Gilead is it's using not, that. Oh, okay. I believe it's like a niche in, though, in Handmaid's I think Tale. It, it, yeah, Anthony, I think by saying that, Dan would have Dan would have stopped us. He usually stops you I usually when you say the right thing. Does anybody on Team 2 happen to know this one? I got uh, nothing. Nope. Handmaid's uh, was my these are idea. all cities from The Dark Tower by Stephen King. Gilead oh, is yeah. where Roland uh, the Gunslinger comes from. Uh, yeah. All right. And uh, last one. Cicero, this one's for you. All right. Your first city is Kvatch, K-V-A-T-C-H. Kvatch. Does anyone have have a guess? Oh, clearly I know exactly, but I'm going to just not tell anything <laughs> to make sure that you have a full chance in this round to prove. Well, it's yeah, like, no, I have no you idea. know, when you're playing Pinochle and somebody walks by and they're off in commentary and you're like, stop kvatching. Yes. No. yes exactly. That's kibitzing. Uh, yeah, not not, no, not it's kvetching. It's which you get to a sci-fi con and have a coffee kvetch. Well, that's right. <laughs> yes. My only guess is uh, Patrick Rothfuss's uh, The Kingkiller Chronicles, which, yes, does start with uh, Name of the Wind, because it kind of sounds like the main character's first name. So, who knows? Mm, okay. Mm, good, good guess. That's, that's yeah. a good guess. Uh, what Brian said? Okay. That's <laughs> not correct. Good guess. But to Kvatch at Vivek City. V-I-V-E-C. Vivek City. Vivek City. I, I work with a guy named Vivek. I didn't know he had a city. <laughs> yes, he's got a whole city. city. co-worker. <laughs> Cicero <Right>. Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Making uh, it happen. Uh, Vivek City. Uh, hmm. We could go Final Fantasy again. I I got nothing. I'm just trying to oh, um, context clues. This is the northern hemisphere cities of Quonos, the Klingon Ooh. homeworld. Oh, I love Ooh. that. I love that. Uh, it is not correct, but I love the guess. Oh, <laughs> to Kvatch and Vivek City at Winterhold. Oh. Oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> yes. Uh, guys, I I I think it they may be. Uh, lands from uh, Elder Scrolls. Ooh. Ooh, that's a very good answer that I support wholeheartedly. 100% support, yeah. Okay, uh, yes. Cities from Elder Scrolls. That's correct. Nicely done. <gasps> Yay! Hey, you did not Skyrim need was an answer. Uh, you did oh. not need Daggerfall, which was the last one that I had on the list here. Well done. I believe that's six that's points. Good job. Truth has played right. hundreds of hours of Skyrim. <laughs> she is dancing with joy right now outside the room. <laughs> uh, all right, that is the end of round one. Lex, what do the scores look like? 
Boy, it, it really took a turn there with that final uh, final round of the round, the final question of the round. I don't know. You can edit this in post. But uh, Anthony, Anthony's team, team one, mm. team A, the east or west, the left or right, you were in short, Do you want Dan. to start again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Lex, okay. Lex. Somebody, somebody turn Lex off and turn him back on. <laughs> I've been <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Team one has 14 points, Dan. Thank you for asking. Team two, team Nook, as it's uh, asked to be known, has 16 points. So it's still oh, very okay. close. Very, very close, very close. Nook and Nook. <laughs> oh, well, this show's over. Oh. We're going into round two, the first of our fake-off rounds. In this round, team... Hey, Dan. You said that. Steve's not here. Isn't he? In this round, team one must find the correct definition. Team one, you get to bid between one and ten points based on your knowledge of the following category. If you get the correct definition, you will get that number of points. If you do not, you will lose that number of points. Your category is cataclysmic events. Too soon, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, All right. So my, well, how confident do we feel? My policy with this is generally you either bet like five halfway or ten, and just to hell with it. Uh, But it's very early in the game, so. How do we, how confident? Uh, are we? Dan always makes us read books. I don't like that part because otherwise, I feel like I'd know most cataclysmic events. Um, <laughs> familiar, you're personally, <laughs> yeah. personally. Familiar. I've watched a lot of post-apocalyptic movies. Uh, I have not read a lot of post-apocalyptic books. Um, so, yeah. Mm. Anthony, have you read all books? You're a writer. All books, <laughs> yes. All yes. Books. Uh, uh. All well, there's done. also the um, aspect is you know there's going to be one right answer and then there's going to yeah. be two that are made up and we don't need to know all that's, cataclysmic that's events we only need to figure out yeah. we only really need to know one yeah you need to know the right one and we don't have to even know it we just have to to figure out to lie from these liars that's uh. hard because there's three liars over there good. <laughs> <laughs> mm. i lie a so, lot wow maybe so i am getting, honored. getting personal <laughs> yep sorry all right should we should we go five or six seems good yeah. yeah, let's go for five, yeah. yeah. All right, five okay. points wagered for the definition of the word Kralizek. K-R-A-L-I-Z-E-C. Kralizek. And your first definition comes from Brian Hamilton. The Kralizek is the long-foretold battle at the end of the universe used by the god-emperor Leto II to denominate the chaotic period after his death. Oh, oh okay. All right, could be that. Could be another cataclysmic event entirely. Kathy. What is Kralizek? It is clearly when the ancient ones that were giant humanoid beings, they rise from the ground and cause the apocalypse if they have not been appeased. A worldwide annual human sacrifice of five people, each filling a different role, are provided to prevent it from happening. Oh, okay. So it could be a sacrifice. Could be that battle at the end of the universe that's long been foretold. Could be something else entirely. Cicero, what is Kralizek? Kralizek, also known as the breaking of the world, is a period of 300 years when the male Aes Sedai went completely mad and used the one power to destroy and raise mountains, drain oceans, and flood dry land. Cities were destroyed and civilizations collapsed. Man, I was caught up in that one. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. All right. Could be could be that rending with mountains laid low. Could be the sacrifices that Kathy Campbell described. Or it could be that battle at the end of the universe that Brian spoke about. But it's one of them. This question is, which one is it? Team one? Mm. Brian, sorry. Could you say yours again? 
the long-foretold battle at the end of the universe, used by the god-emperor Leto II to denominate the chaotic period after his death. Right, okay, so that's Dune, and Kathy's his cabin in the woods, and I have no idea what Cicero's is. I, uh, and I also Cicero's... don't know whether any of them are actually those names. Yes. Well, yeah, that's a good... <laughs> More I mean, the best way to play this is to come up with a an actual definition of something else. Yeah. Uh, exactly, I was wondering exactly. if Cicero's was from the Broken Earth trilogy, which I haven't finished, but is a book that Dan made me read. Um... <laughs> oh, I read the first one of those. Yeah, 300 Years of Apocalypse would kind of fit, wouldn't I it? I tied yeah. it to Tony's head. That's what I did. Um, I made him read it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, but we can agree they're all things, um, <laughs> but we don't remember what the names of any of them are. Mm. Mm. It doesn't mm. sound right for Cabin in the Woods. One of the, I you know, agree. What, one of the things about that movie was that it kind of demystified a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So I, it doesn't feel right. Dune. I mean, crazy name like that. That would fit. They name things left and right in Dune, which is yeah. Yeah, um, I kind of like it for name. for Broken Earth, but it it could be that it's just there. That is a thing, and it has another name that is being subbed in for here. Yeah, I mean, I only read this is why where I regret only having yes. read the first book so far because again, I don't recall there being too many crazy names in that. It was a very grounded, yeah. ha ha, pardon the pun, uh, story. Hmm. But there were they had all the names for different roles, and people had uh, that's there, true. Uh, and there were there was the like fancy history they taught at the academies. I don't know. Jean, what are you thinking? I don't know. Th- these references you all are bad grasping, back Grasping at that we don't uh, actually know ourselves either. Yeah. Straws we're <laughs> clutching at, you mean. <laughs> there was something about Brian's uh, that uh, I felt had like uh, um, a logical fallacy in it of something that denominates something after somebody's dead. Like that they would, well, that they would name something for themselves after, so or something would be called, maybe it, Actually, now it's sounding less, less faulty to well, me. Well, part I of Juni's prophecy, isn't it, is that this yeah. whole business of being able to see the future. So yeah. that would actually kind of fit. Brian's, if we get into the metagame, Brian's, I think, was the only one to name a character. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Cicero's sounded awfully good. Yeah, like, Cicero, I mean, Cicero's perform- performance of Almost was, too good. Yeah, <laughs> too good, Cicero. <laughs> Illegally good. Mm, well... Uh, and Kathy, I don't know. I just always have a gut feeling when she's, well, she, you know, when she's bluffing. <laughs> <Careful. Yes. laughs> Kathy, yes. Kathy lives in a house of lies, yes. <laughs> I am the spy. Um, <laughs> classic spy. A house talk, of yes. lies is fundamentally and architecturally unsound, just so we're clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> throne of lies. House of lies. It's filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> so, Brian, are you going to go So that brings Brian's? us no closer. Oh, yeah, oh, team, oh, one, I, team one, I, you're going to need... I'm inclining towards Brian, if you'll yeah. uh, excuse the turn of phrase. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll chat think... later, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Cash me outside. Um, <laughs> it's a reference from 2012. Oh, I, uh, you're the um, captain, uh, uh, so. I don't I know it? Uh, yeah, go on. All right, let's, let's go with Brian. All right, they, Brian, they believe that Kralizek is the long-foretold battle at the end of the universe. Is that correct? That is correct. <gasps> they are Way. correct. Well done. That you... is five points, I believe. <laughs> Nicely yeah. played. That's nice correct. catch on Cabin in the Woods. I wrote that when I was like, ooh, this one's obscure enough people probably won't get... Oh, damn it, Anthony got it. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. No, it's no, no, so no. good. Just, yeah. And yeah. Cicero's was from The Wheel of Time. Yeah, that I got. Oh, Wheel that of was time. good. Yeah. Very nice. I haven't read that. 
All right. Round two has concluded. Lex Friedman, what are the scores? Things got pretty fake and crazy, Dan. Uh, Anthony's team has now uh, leapt into the lead with 19 points to Team Nook's 16. All right. Still close. Going into round three, which is a game we're calling Music to Your Rabbit Ears. This round is the contribution of scorekeeper Lex Friedman. So if you have complaints, please don't look at me. Uh, We're going to combine a TV series title with a song that you've probably heard of. For example, if we said Pat Benatar sings about the struggle for survival between robots and humans, the answer would be, love is a Battlestar Galactica field. (laughs) This round by Lex Friedman. Uh, Let's start off. (laughs) Not this Lex Friedman, a different Lex Friedman. (laughs) (laughs) We'll We'll start off on the lighter side for you folks. Brian the classic tune sung by Ascension Cricket goes boldly where no songs have gone before. Team? So, star Trek. Well, yes. When you wish upon a Star Trek. Ten points. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Good job. That's how the game is played. All right, Anthony, going to you for a high school chemistry teacher devolves into evilness all the way down to his skeleton. Okay, so that's Breaking Bad, but the song, you know, when you said songs you've probably heard of, I mean, emphasis there on the probably. (laughs) You have heard of this song, I can guarantee it. Can you say the clue again, though? A high school chemistry teacher, chemistry teacher, (laughs) he's a skeleton, skeleton chemistry, chemistry, Uh, a high school chemistry teacher devolves into evilness all the way down to his skeleton. Hmm. Um. Oh, uh, is that the what's the Robbie Williams? Song? Oh yeah, I got it. Yeah, oh, we should I tell you? Well, what, what's the song? Bad to the bone. Oh, is it, and that's not the Robbie Williams song. Uh, I don't know. Oh, but it, but no, but I think you're right. Actually, yeah, because that song has nothing to do with Breaking Bad. So yeah, it's yeah, Breaking Bad that. to the Bone. Yeah, let's go with that. Ten yes. points. Well done. Well done, Gene. Good job not talking yourself out of it, too. That's always key. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy, even if ACDC starts this song optimistically, it will end in futuristic dystopia. Oh, my goodness. That's so not like futuristic dystopia is like so many television shows. Um, uh, you shook me all night long winter's night. Something long something. Uh, (laughs) Hmm. Oh my gosh, I have, like, negative ideas. I'm blanking oh. on all of my ACDC songs. Crap. Uh, uh, Shook Me All Night Long is Kiss, right? No. Um, I have no idea. I want to uh, rock and roll all night and party every day. That's not ACDC, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I was... So I was at uh, Next Week being my ACDC... Um, education. Oh, that's the part of the curriculum. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I know the song, but... Yeah. Optimistic. I want Back in Black... Uh, back in Tales of the Black Freighter. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I know one that it is not that I really wanted... Back in Black Mirror! 
10 points! Well, Dan, Dan, well, would you also have accepted Highway to Hell Comes to Frogtown? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, but I might have to. Please, please do the research on that. I think it checks out. Uh, okay. It starts optimistically. Well, the song? The uh, song doesn't have to start optimistically. It's more than no, even no, at the episode. Yeah, the right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, all right. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I thought I was thinking about Hell Comes to Frogtown again, which is never a good place to be. <laughs> Hell is Better never a Hell good comes place to, to be. Time. Yeah, mm. Gene, a time traveling medical professional supports PETA's work in ensuring freedom, even for domesticated animals. A time, I don't hear the song part of this. A time traveling uh, medical professional. I think we know who that is. Um. Oh, is that the, the fellow from Quantum Leap? I, I thought it was just Doctor Who, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not really a doctor, though. Not um, a doctor. No, but wait. it's a British show. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Anthony. Not a doctor. <laughs> Support, not a real uh, doctor. Yeah. He is a real worm. Um. All right, Tony, Tony, and Jean, listen to the clue once more. A time-traveling medical professional supports PETA's work in ensuring freedom, even for domesticated animals. Even for domestic uh, Doctor that, Who let the dogs but, out. Yes, that's correct. I heard it. Ten points. <laughs> Thank you. Doctor Who let the dogs out. Now, at least now we know who did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all Very right. Funny. These are great, Dan. Wait, I <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'll take all the credit. For you. <laughs> Dan, Dan, it's a good leader who decides which ideas stay in. <laughs> I have to tell you, Dan, and this is this is no hyperbole. I had no idea the stress of being the author of the questions. Yeah. I'm like sweating yeah. and well, terrifying well, every Lex. time you give a new clue. Okay, I take that back. I didn't realize that, Lex, you had wrote the questions and not just the idea. So good job, Lex. Yeah. How, how are, how are the points? Get points. Yeah. Trying to get points, Gene, you're giving it away. All right, all right. <laughs> Cicero, when every 80s rock star gets together to raise money and awareness for very human robots who want their freedom. (sighs) We are the the, world. Yeah, so we are the world. Could it also be um, feed the world, let them know it's Christmas, that one? Uh, I don't know that. What's that one called? In the 80s. That was in in the 80s. That was 80s. Was it? Wasn't it? Yeah. I only know the we are the world one. Yeah. Um, oh, but <gasps> Westworld. Oh, okay. we are the so Westworld. We are the Westworld. Ten points. Well done, guys. Band Aid predated We Are the World by about six months. It gets very much eighties. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. All right, and for the last one, Tony. Oh no, I'm still doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Set in the Arrowverse, this series about a famous cousin was famously entirely lip synced. Um. Oh, famous cousin isn't Supergirl Superman's cousin? Yes. Are the, I mean, I don't. I'm not. I don't watch the DC TV shows, uh, for which my friend Dan will never forgive me. He's too busy. Bu- um, he's too busy reading books. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what's a song that's famously lip synced? Millie um, Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Millie right? Vanilli. Yeah. What's oh, Millie Supergirl, you know it's true. Ten points, Supergirl. You know it's true. Well done. <laughs> My guess was Super Jesse's girl. <laughs> I think that was a, uh, a clean sweep on this round, Lex. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Dan, but it's true. <laughs> Nothing changed after this round. Lex, you know it's mean- true. 
<laughs> we got to hear the bell a lot. Dan's bell got to work out. That's all good. Team Nook remains in second place with 46 points, and uh, Anthony's team with 49 in first place. All right, still close. Going into round four, the second of our fake-off rounds. Fake-off, no time to fake. This is Team Two's chance to <laughs> bid for points on their knowledge of the following category, of course. They will win or lose that number of points, depending on if they can find the correct definition. Team two, your category is fictional peoples. Peoples? Peoples. Peoples. Sounds like like civilizations. Yeah. Okay. So I am terrible. Absolutely terrible at this round. Every single time. Way to sandbag me, Kathy. I like it. Yes. (laughs) This is called expectations management. Yes. Yes, I never feel confident in this. What's the score again, Lex? 46 to 49. We're behind by, by down, three. Down by three, three points. So four? Should probably bet 13 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would need to way. miss a question if we bet zero and resigned ourselves to not getting this right. Um, That's not how it works. <laughs> Ooh. But if we do like one point, we won't lose a whole lot if we don't get it right. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think if I've ever. <laughs> I so personally, I say that we we go, uh, we go seven points. Okay. Or or we go eight points, so that way we're within ten points, even if we lose. But okay. We, but we can take the lead by over five points, or at least five points. Oh, oh I like that. Smart. Okay. Yeah, I'm here for that. Let's go. Seven points, sir. All right, seven points on the board. If you can suss out the correct definition of Kipti, K-I-P-T-I, Kipti. And for your first definition, let's go to Anthony Johnson. Well, Dan, as everyone knows, the Kipti are mm-hmm. a feline and warlike alien race from the Wing Commander series of video games. Oh, okay. A race of feline aliens. Could be that. Could be something else entirely. Gene, what are Kipti? Well, actually, as everyone knows... It's a derogatory term for an itinerant culture of traders who live and travel in wagons from the Sacred Throne Trilogy by Mike Cole. Oh, okay. Could be an itinerant group of traveling people. It could be those feline aliens. Could be something else entirely. Tony Sindelar, what are Kipti? Uh, I'm pretty sure Kipti are aliens from the fictional asteroid Kipt who travel to Earth and instigate Rodan to attack Moscow in Destroy All Monsters, film 1968. Wow. Okay. All right. Could be those aliens who travel to uh, provoke Rodan. Could be that itinerant traveling people, or it could be those feline aliens that Anthony spoke about. But it's one of those team two. Which one is it? Well, if they're from the uh, that, mm, never mind. Well said. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Great podcasting. <laughs> uh... That was a joke that landed flat. Um, <laughs> I don't like any of these definitions none of them none of them like you either brian hamilton (laughs) they speak very highly of you yeah (laughs) well but it looks good on you i love this show because it (laughs) this show brings out so much anger and rage amongst (laughs) us all and yet we can return and be friends i'm glad that's bringing anger and rage Yes. I, I kind of like the idea that this is a derogatory term for them it's like short and sweet and bitter and like kipti uh so I'm that could that's a point in favor of Gene. Yes. Um, um, I know so, none of these properties. The feline aliens sound familiar. Yes. To the point where Kipti sounds familiar too, because I remember 
someone talking about it and like I just loved the idea of really cute little kitties flying around and like shooting things but that could be I think you're thinking of laser cats Kathy you think of the cat, the pop tart? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, because these are probably all things for real. Whether or not they're called Kipti is up for a debate. Yeah. So, uh, yes. So the Wing Commander cat thing is a thing. Like that's real. Uh, but I also I think they began with a K as well. Yeah. The, those cats. But I don't know. But we're not sure if it's Kipti, like right. this thing. Mm. Yeah. That, that's a very good definition, and they probably included it to swindle us, to bamboozle yeah. us, to confuse but I'm, us. I'm okay giving them that. The, the, yeah, like, the credit so, for that. Yeah. yeah, the credit for that. So, uh, what say you, team? Shall we guess uh, Antony's? Let's go, Space Cats. Let's All right. Do it. Uh, Let's, space cats is our well, our answer. Let's go space cats indeed. Anthony, they think <laughs> Kipti are a race of feline aliens from Wing Commander. Is that correct? Uh, the Kipti are not from oh. Wing Commander. Oh, that was a bluff. Oh. And a bluff. you can thank Tony for actually suggesting this uh, fake mm. definition. Tony. Good team. Good teamwork. Uh, it was a word that started with K. Eat it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but it did not sound like Kitty. No. <laughs> Team one, who had the correct answer over there? I did. Gene. Oh, it was a derogatory term. Yeah, it was a Good derogatory job. term yeah. for the traveling From people. From a book. From I a book. <laughs> Read <laughs> more, everyone. Books. It sounds like something I would make up, though, so I felt yeah. comfortable <laughs> reading it. Sorry, I'm just too busy rereading the Caledonian Gambit, so I can't get all to I the other books. I encourage Jean to give the real answer because she's so trustworthy that I figured y- you would think it was a bluff. Mm. <laughs> There's metagaming all over yes. this. Yeah, we engaged all in a lot of psychological warfare planning in the lead up to this wonderful game of trivia. <laughs> uh, I I retract my compliment uh, to Tony. Mm. <laughs> That's the end of round four. We've got one round left to play, but before we go to that round, Lex Friedman, a score update, please. I've been thinking a lot about how I could work Kipti into a song title, and I'm not happy with any of them. The closest I've gotten is I'm Little Kip Teacup. Uh, it's a 10-point game, Dan. Uh, team Nook, 39. Anthony's team, 49. All right, so everything to play for in... It's Team 1. When did it become my yeah, team? <laughs> the scorekeeper's ways are mysterious. Actually, starting in the previous game of this show, the previous episode of the show, the teams gave themselves names, or I did maybe, and from that point on, now all teams have names. <laughs> okay, all right, all to play four left in the final round, a game we are calling Line. I will recite several lines of a song or poem from a work of fiction. Uh, For five points. <laughs> oh, oh, you God. are kidding me. Jeez. For five points, give me the source. For an additional five, give me the next line. And two bonus points are available for your best dramatic (gasps) rendition of that line. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Anthony, we're going to start with you. Oh, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the spreadsheet says. Sorry. From the ashes, a fire shall be woken. A light from the shadows shall spring. Renewed shall be the blade that was broken. Oh. Okay, blade that was broken. That's Lord of the Rings, isn't it? That's Narsil. Uh... Uh, right, okay, well, I'll just check with my team first. Do either of you nope. have... A- <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you might be on... Kind of quick off the mark, yeah. then, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Not the next line, although it's from. it sounds like it's from verse, so 
And if so, will it rhyme if it's from Lord of the Rings? Uh, if it's Tolkien, I mean, all bets are off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go with. Well, let's say it's Lord of the Rings because it sounds like the Narsil prophecy. Uh, but I have no idea what the next line is. Can you make something up that rhymes? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the last line? I'll read. I'll read the whole thing for you again, and you can just give me your line, and I'll say you've got your five points for Lord of the Rings. From the ashes, a fire shall be woken. A light from the shadows shall spring. Renewed shall be the blade that was broken. It's got to end in I-N-T. And Aragorn shall be the new king. Ah, uh, so it's, you know what? My uh, my wife guessed the exact same thing. You're actually really close, so you're going to get some points there. The last line is the crownless again shall be king. But you got the uh, gist right. of it, uh, Lex. That sounds like seven points to me, Dan. All right, seven points on the board there. I think very well done, Anthony. <laughs> now, if he was going to give a dramatic reading, would he have had to just give it as the answer? Is that part of this? I, I just want to hear the dramatic. I want to hear the drama <laughs> in the voice. It, some of these are songs, so if you can sing them, that counts as well. Uh. Brian. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's, in you. It's funny how sometimes it seems like this game show is literally like, I have locked you all in my basement and made you answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You make us in, read. You make us remember what a songs and poems from Inconceivable, books. Inconceivable. The original Escape the Room game. Just going to point out. I you all agree to be here. Those. All right, Brian. <laughs> Why do we keep agreeing to go into Dan's basement? That's on us. <laughs> he has snacks. That's true. He promises snacks. There's never snacks. I have great deals. From great deals. Brian, from there to here, from here to there, all black and brown and covered in hair, he smelled that girl on the summer air. Uh, uh, um, ew. <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast, Dan. Uh, here to there, from there to here, from here to there, something covered in brown hair smelled uh, someone on the summer's air. And, uh, God, uh, is it... Wow. Team got anything? Um... Uh, Something, something, teensy weensy, no. (laughs) (laughs) Something, something, I wish I had a pair, I don't know. Um, Oh my gosh. It sucks because I'm, I want to guess Tolkien again, like if this is from The Hobbit or something, but (laughs) I don't think that's the Psychological warfare is where Dan does every round is Tolkien just to mess with it. It's like when you're a teacher, a teacher and you give the exam and every answer is C on the multiple choice. It was a struggle to not have this be entirely from Lord of the Rings. Dan, can you, can you read it again? I can. From there to here, from here to there, all black and brown and covered in hair. He smelled that girl on the summer air. The bear, the bear and the maiden fair from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Ah, yes. uh, ten points yes. plus. Lex Friedman, are we uh, awarding some drama points there? I lean back from my mic so that the levels are appropriate when I scream <laughs> the bear, the bear, and the maiden fair. So please. I, I, I was so excited that I gave it twelve. All then. right, twelve points. Woo! Well done. All right. You see, the fact I that it mentioned it... women was a clue that it wasn't talking. Yes. <laughs> oh. I thought it was Doctor Seuss at first, so I was obviously. Doctor Seuss definitely has that same first couplet. I could recite it uh, all yeah. for you. Doctor Seuss, the American Tolkien. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Closer than you think. <laughs> Jean. Yes. That's my epic tale. Our champion prevailed, defeated the villain. Now pour him some ale. Uh, I don't know it, but I, I believe that the, that is using a rhyming scheme. So. Yeah. <laughs> rhyming detective uh, captain. I believe yes. it is a poem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a poem. That's my epic tale. Our hero prevailed. Pour him an ale. Make, make Dan read it again. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Can I have another uh, re- reading of the sure. source material? And Dan, would you be willing to read this dramatically? <laughs> uh, I don't. I will say it is a song, but I don't know the. T- I don't have the v- uh, tune for most of this, so uh. I won't sing this one. But I will say. That's my epic tale. Our champion prevailed, defeated the villain. Now pour him some ale. I almost made a joke then, and then I thought, no, because that could be a one that comes up later. <laughs> um, yeah, it's always dangerous. But this is not ringing any no. bells for me. And like, no, I'm trying to think of like a tune or a beat it would have, like if it's or even a genre. Like, I don't think it's ACDC, for example. <laughs> um, Unlikely. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, it, if this is an actual Viking metal band like a Monomath or something, I will give Dan enormous credit. Yeah, that's, I, you're, you're already giving me I, way too much credit. Exactly. I think <laughs> the chances of that are pretty slim. Um, I'm like feeling like it's more like it's going to be like some American, uh, although we don't tend to use the word ale that often in songs. It sounds to me like some kind of like, you know, uh, lighthearted, almost comedy Ren Faire yeah. thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But my, that's like my entire, the entire sum of my knowledge about those things was just given in the previous sentence. So mm. Yeah. Like I was thinking of a, some kind of a, a retelling of a f- local hero's story mm. yeah, at the bar. Of, uh, some sing-songy just, fable. Yeah. And, you know, and I, nothing. Oh, but Roadhouse. <laughs> it is roadhouse how did you know <laughs> finally it's a very swayzy um, christmas everyone mm. no I'm, I'm i'm just gonna i don't i'm drawing a blank and i think my team is as well yeah, and so, all right you're drawing a blank i, I could say that dramatically but uh, <laughs> i'm drawing a blank uh team one has drawn a blank team two does somebody have this I got uh, nothing. Th- nope. The Witcher? It is The Witcher. Toss a oh. coin to your Witcher. Oh, no, that's what oh, I was thinking. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Nicely done. Because nice. that doesn't rhyme. Uh, it's, uh, oh, but that's because you go into the refrain. Yeah. Because yeah, oh. what threw me off about that one was that it was a complete set of four lines. Anthony, The Witcher yeah. is a video game yes. and a book. You should be all over this. And a TV <laughs> show. <laughs> Whatever. I believe the song originated in the TV show. Yes. Oh, okay. I did not watch it. So I didn't want my wife watch it. It is super catchy, that song. Let me tell you. Everyone was I, tweeting yeah. about it for like two weeks. And I was like, I cannot escape this song. Uh, yeah. All right. Let us go to the other side. This one, Kathy, is for you. Okay. He robbed from the rich and he gave to the poor, stood up to the man, and he gave him what for. Our love for him now ain't hard to explain. Uh, all right, team. This sounds yeah. like it should be... I almost said Peter Pan. <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> we can cross the Robin Hood from Shrek 1 off the list because it's not that song. That's all yeah. I can contribute. Cool. My so guess. Your <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Went right back to that well. Yeah. <laughs> Toss a coin in the well to the Witcher. Uh, my guess You're is a well witcher. The, uh, <laughs> uh, men in tights version, which I have never seen, but this feels very sing-songy. And it like, does. Fit in. Yes. Um, but, Dan, can you read the clue again? I can. Thank you. He robbed for the rich and he gave to the poor. Stood up to the man and he gave him what for. Our love for him now ain't hard to explain. Oh, yes. It is definitely, that's Dave Chappelle's uh, portion. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was, that's Dave Chappelle. uh, uh uh, dialogue right there. Um, so that's definitely Robin Hood Men in Tights. All but right. What is the line after that? 
and hard to explain. It's got to be something that rhymes. I don't like. I, I don't know. Toss out be- your panties and make it rain. I don't know. Like what? <laughs> toss, out, toss a penny to your Witcher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to your Witcher. <laughs> to your Robins. Um, oh my gosh! I'm I like make it rain though. That's uh, yeah, really good. All right, so I will um, say Robin Hood men in tights. Make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was very dramatic of a wrong line from a wrong uh, series. No! Uh, no! Great guess. Does someone on Team One have the final line here? No. No one. He robbed from the rich and he gave to the poor, stood up to the man and he gave him what for. Our love for him now ain't hard to explain. The hero of Canton, the man they call Jane. Oh! Oh, I hate that Baldwin. Gone oh, with hit that Baldwin too. Yes, that's fine. But that's a great yeah. song from a great episode. Uh, Do I get two points right. for dramatic? Yeah. Lex. Dan gets two points. <laughs> <laughs> Finally on the board in round five. Hero of Canton, the man they call Jay. Damn it, stuck in my head now. <laughs> All right, well, let us go. The last couple are, of course, the hardest. Oh, great. Tony. <laughs> this Why one's is it always me. Uh, Tony, this one is a little longer, so stick with me. When the hearth fire turns to blue, what to do, what to do, run outside, run and hide, when his eyes are black as crow, where to go, where to go, near and far, here they are, see a man without a face, move like ghosts from place to place. What's their plan? What's their plan? Hmm. Team? What is the plan, Dan? Uh, that does rhyme. Uh, that, that's the last line. What's the plan, Dan? I feel well like the, the, next, the, next, the next line might end with man. Uh, yeah. I was going to say. Uh, I, should... I, I think we're going to need another read. Well, yeah. Yes, mm. can we have another It's so reading? long, I need to drink, hold on, parched. That's why we need another reading. <laughs> Get some Who's, ale. Whose fault is that? Toss a coin to your host, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Comparable.com slash membership. <laughs> if your team can recite the entire poem from memory now, without the final line, we'll still give you points. <laughs> when the hearth fire turns to blue, what to do, what to do? Run outside, run and hide. When his eyes are black as crow, where to go, where to go? Near and far, here they are. See a man without a face? Move like ghosts from place to place. What's their plan? What's their plan? Oh, God, is this the the Buffy episode? Oh, with the gentleman? Mm. No. No? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Or the musical no episode, about. even. The, oh, that was the, yeah. Let's face it, it ran for so long they did just about everything. Uh, actually, knowing Dan, it could be a, the super... Wasn't there a Supernatural musical episode as well? There's a Supernatural episode of everything, Anthony. Of everything, yeah. yeah. When the hearth fire <sighs> burns blue, that's the one that I feel like is the least uh, cliche of the all the parts. I mean, it could be Doctor Who again. It's, it could be Damn anything, it. really, couldn't it? Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Um, I have nothing. What was the last line again? What's their plan? What's their plan? Uh, sorry, okay, the last two lines. That was only <laughs> half a line. Yes. Move like goes from place to place. What's their plan? What's their plan? That's mm. it, thank you. All right, hold on. I'm just running an algorithm on things Dan has referenced so far. Um, <laughs> the only thing that he traditionally references in Inconceivable that we have not come up with is either Darkman or Darkman 2. Uh, so, <laughs> does anyone yeah, remember, remember it, were there any musical numbers in either of those? <laughs> So predictable, Dan. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll try to branch out. I'm only one man. It might also be Muppet Treasure Island. Those are the only things left in Dan. <laughs> Weirdly, the intersection of those things closer than you think. I can. I never remember which of those is which. So, 
Gotta get away if you can, if you can. I like it. What do you think it's from? I have no idea. I almost swore there. I'm so angry about this. I have no idea. <laughs> angry at Dan. <laughs> well, throw something out. I just did. No, no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a source. Oh, let's well, let's say Buffy. I don't know. Okay, that is not correct. Team two. Anybody over there know this one? See a man without a face move like ghosts from place to place. What's their plan? What's their plan? Chandrian, Chandrian. Yeah, that's correct. It's from the name of the wind. That you threw that oh, out so many that. times earlier. Yes, that's from <laughs> Pepper. I haven't actually the wind. read it. <laughs> get on it man i don't know what you're waiting for uh it's sitting on my bookshelf that's the the folk song that's a warning uh about these creepy creepy people all right i want to say the way that that was just performed move like ghost from place to place i really thought it sounded like the spoken word bridge from thriller <laughs> <laughs> i turned up ah, the to terrorize your neighborhood <laughs> just call from everywhere all right last question nothing riding on this but the whole game cicero no pressure iron Mm. for the birthday bronze carried long wood from the burning stone out of song fire in the candle ring water from the thaw go ahead and finish oh yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) the crows have eyes three the crow inning to terrorize your neighborhood. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> you considered a career as a Vincent Price impersonator, Anthony? Because that's you <laughs> mean y'all's neighborhood. Oh, oh I got oh, nothing. Yeah. This feels very uh, long fantasy e yes. again. Um, yeah. So iron, bronze, water, chicken in the pan, pecking out gold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you go really here with the original banjo. <laughs> Oh. oh man, okay. this is yeah, this is rough. Try so yeah, it definitely sounds high fantasy. Something with like witches or some sort of magic right. thing. Um, uh, so the, for the line, I'm gonna go with always eat your fish with slaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's just good advice. Good answer. Good answer. Good, good advice. Answer. Yeah. So yes. uh, um. Uh. Yeah. Team. Uh, What's a good like a high fantasy series i can it, it's not from wheel of time i know that much oh okay. we have that crossed off the list yep. yeah. just, right. uh, uh, yes kathy's traditional answer not wheel of time <laughs> yes. i've had beowulf in the back of my mind this whole round waiting for something that sounds like old english you should get him out because that sounds oh. terrifying <laughs> yeah. sure that's as good an answer as that is anything as else we, um yeah uh, sure, Beowulf. It is not Beowulf, and that's not the next line. Anybody on what? Team Team One I'm know shocked. this? I'm just making it too hard for you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, this is from one of my favorites, a fantasy YA fantasy series called "The Dark Is Rising" by Susan Cooper. Books. Uh, Iron for the birthday, bronze carried long, wood from the burning, stone out of song, fire in the candle ring, water from the thaw, six signs of the circle, and the grail gone before. So you, you could have oh so gosh. easy. You could have guessed that, that rhyme scheme yeah, is very fair, weak. Fair. Yeah. My, my notes here were mouth is alive with juices like wine, and I'm hungry like the Beowulf. Was that right? <laughs> Lex, give yourself two points. <laughs> And we have reached the end of the uh, episode. All that remains is to hear the final scores. Lex Friedman. 
It was very close the whole time, Dan. It ended with uh, Team 2, Kathy's team, Team Nook, with uh, 51 points, and Team 1, that's not Anthony's team, uh, with 56. Oh! oh. Close! <laughs> close game for the day, but Anthony's team comes out on top. Thank you so much to all our panelists. As always, you can find us online at Twitter at Incon underscore Receivable. And you can email us suggestions if you've got ideas for games or questions to inconceivable at theincomparable.com. We appreciate all of you listening, especially those on the live stream and the bootleg. Thank you so much to our panelists, and we will see you next time, everyone.